1: All right, my talkers, we made it to Friday. The weekend is right here, but you
2: know what? We can't get to the weekend without three hours of our favorite two ladies on the radio, Lori and Julia. Right, guys? I wish someone had been filming us in the double light no, no. today. It was, <laughs> shade, <laughs> it was shade central. It was. It was shady, McShady. It was. And it was. And it was soft. all from you. Yeah, it was. You tried to fling it back, but, you know, I'm You're just... just Too fast on my feet and I just (laughs) such a brat, yeah. Uh, Apparently
3: I'm still typhoid Mary around here and I've got oh, every one RSV <laughs> in the entire world. Uh, to you the cough is like nails on and, a shock. And torch. I try to do it just to bug you because I love it so much. It feels so yeah, good. I know. I I'm know. on my like third and a half week of being sick and it's bugging
2: me too. See, now you're not you you're not sick though. So you that's why I'm confused. That's why I call you typhoid Sally, because you say you're sick, but you're not sick. So this is uh Well last night when I coughed Leftovers. all night Mm-hmm. and kept everyone up in the household. I was sick. Yeah.
3: All right, whatever. We've got something way more important to do. We
2: have a trifecta of birthdays today. Let's <laughs> we, can can we, we play, we play it? it? There we go. Go, Sammy. Go, Sammy. Sammy. Oh, Sammy. Sammy. Hey. A son, hey, Sam, Sam no. dad, Britney Spears. <laughs> December 2nd is the trifecta of birthdays with Julia and I. It's her son. My dad and Britney
1: Spears. There you go. What a triangle. That's
2: that's the trifecta. What? And uh, really, she's the uh, you know the big celebrity birthday that we've and, always brought up and with I, the zipper and Sam. And I have to admit,
3: the first time we were at the Segways and Britney was there in the, her resort wear for the dance party, mm-hmm. and I told the kids. This, they kind of thought I was cool that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I said that Auntie Lori danced, or we danced, because I kind of was there, but you went right over to I her I went and right over
2: to her and got stopped by Brittany the bodyguards. With I reenact so, that out at family parties for my sister and my brother. They get quite a kick out of my, Brittany. do you want to dance with me? I'm from Minnesota, but I'm dancing it with down. With the pole.
3: Remember you went going down <laughs> like you were trying to be low like no, her. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. show
2: you. well. Oh. So, gosh, I just think... Yeah, my dad's in Mexico celebrating his birthday, so I don't know where Brittany is, but she did a little dance in her foyer. She did,
3: and Sammy is in uh, Minnesota. Work. He's at work, probably. He is still at work. Yeah. So happy birthday. So my baby is old. Julia,
2: uh, no, yeah. they're growing up. I went into a bank today, and I was like, wow, I've been a member of this bank since 1984, and I looked at the kid, and I go, you probably weren't, even, weren't born. even born. And, and he goes... He just kind of looked at me, and I said, oh, well, you didn't miss anything but the great 80s. That's <laughs> true. The great
3: 80s and the 70s. But, Lori, the
2: thing that you uh. talked
3: about the other day, because we were working with AARP on you know, getting gifts for seniors, and you mm-hmm. said their website. It doesn't start at today's date, like twenty twenty two, and make you go backwards oh, to yeah. find your birthday. It starts at, at nineteen hundred, <laughs> and then you go so,
2: down. So I loved that about the AARP website. We're always going, scrolling backwards, and then that uh, when you scroll up, up it's yeah. just such a that's such a smart move on their part. It oh, really that's is. Hilarious. Hey, Gosh. I got to give a shout out. So I mean, it is December second, so people are like, you know, going, okay, I. uh, you know, maybe I want to get on the the shopping. What am I going to get? And I, um okay. And I it's ha- time I, yeah, I was just days. Like, and I kind of wanted where I can. You know, I want to support a local business. And I'd gotten this little brochure from Wet Paint, which is just over over by Ramsey Junior High School on Grand Avenue by our Ace Hardware. Yes, oh. and it's this wonderful drawing, painting, very artsy. And I th- I've got these. It's like an art supply store. Yes, of. but I went in there and okay. So I have a twelve-year-old boy that mm-hmm. I want to buy something for. I got him a book of Star Wars folded airplane flyers. That each one is you. I mean, it's like it's he like, will love it. It's like composing like a Lego thing or something, kind but of, with paper. Kind of. Then I got a, a little six-year-old girl who's crazy about fashion. A sticker book with reusable f- stickers and girls and outfits and how, f- how oh, fun Lord, is that? Remember
3: how it's like our old-fashioned
2: paper dolls? Yes, wow! And, and then they, I got another girl. You know f- how to make friendship bracelets? This girl that's kind of crafty. And then they had these reverse coloring books. So people who like to color, you know, uh, have you seen the reverse I, ones? No, well, but explain what it is. Well, so it's pages of beautiful art inside, and then you get some kind of a Straight pencil. It up. No, oh. you draw around, you put in the border, you edge it, you can add whatever. The color is already done, and you do the outline. Oh, fun. Beautiful. So it doesn't take as much work as coloring in a whole picture. Yes. It's like a, a quick, fast line. Well, and also, you know, you can kind of think about it and do other little things. I love it's that. a beautiful, beautiful book. And then, um, and then I got um, another kid that I wanted to buy a little something for. He sketches cars and trucks like you've been. Lovely. And so I got it. They had like a fanny pack, man pack that had the sketch pencils, the little pad, the nice paper inside. How cute. Yeah.
3: All in a fanny pack, all ready to go. So I got like I got it like. That's six cute.
2: presents for a hundred dollars. That's cute. That's a great idea. So an art supply store. Yeah, on Grant. And I kind of didn't know, like for the twelve-year-old <laughs> kid, you know. So this guy, he's and he it's wants not milk. electronic, which it's I think parents el- would love. Yeah, and he kind of he loves Star Wars, and it's all these different, you know. I suppose the, you know, whatever they're called, the Millennium Falcon and other things. But you yeah. make the paper airplanes, but it's got all the folding and the yeah. ruler. And I don't know. I mean, it's just sometimes I'm baffled when it comes to kids. And that was a great place. Yeah. Like I love go. it. Yeah. Or Pratt. even, you know, I think, uh, you know, the people who like doing puzzles would like some of this, these coloring options they had. Yeah. I love it. And they were selling at the checkout stand um, things that they said, don't smoke, hold a, hold a fake cigarette. And it was like a fake $1.50. Cigarette thing with the holder, the thing. You know, I just thought that was kind of that a, is kind of cool, kind of a cute, funny uh, yeah, a chotchkie thing to sell at the uh, maybe you've got someone you want to quit smoking, you give them that. And that's seriously though, that's half the habit. So maybe just so they can have it in their hand, but you can't really smoke it. You yeah, out, yeah, you know? I might have to go back there and get those for a couple people.
3: The, I I was just talking yesterday. I mean, I miss. I haven't smoked since I was seventeen years yeah, old. Yeah. Because I got bronchitis. Mm -hmm. But I miss the... look at you all these
2: years later, still (laughs) with bronchitis.
3: You should have kept smoking. I should have. (laughs) No. Oh, my God, no. I probably have had lung cancer by now, the way my lungs are acting. Right, right. But no, I just like the feeling of it sometimes. I love the candy
2: cigarettes where you go... They they still sell those at the Electric Fetus, y'all. Really? Along with blackjack gum and clove... Clo- and
1: the clove cigarettes,
2: those ones. Those were good back in the day. Yeah. I've heard harsh. the clove cigarettes are coming back, and I don't think that's okay. That's well, hard. they're, they're, they're really, not filtered. They're, they're, they're hardcore. Very, very they're harsh, bad. yeah. yeah I think, and they,
3: they target young kids because they taste good on your lips. It's like a flavor. Oh. It's not actually a cigarette. It's just smoking something random. Right, yeah, exactly. Those oh Is cool. that their
2: take, like yeah. Nelly? <laughs> That's what Lylee thinks should yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen.
3: you get back to your whatever drink you're drinking. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm drinking a red. Bullets. I clearly care about my body. Exactly. Oh, joy. I, I did. All right. Listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Beautiful. Just love, love, love her. The voice. Someone else we love, love, love. So happy to see Sally Field in the clubhouse last night with Andy Cohn Cohen and uh, Adina Manzel or Adele Dezim. Yes. Um, and then two luscious drag queens just as Alphaba and Glinda as the bartender. So it was kind of fun. And Sally Field is promoting the movie she's in with um uh what's his name? Big Bang Jim Guy. Parsons. Jim Parsons called um Something Alone. No, it's called Oh, I can't remember. Oh, it's the name of a, it's something. the name of a, um, spoiler alert
3: spoiler, that is what it.
2: it's called. And that's the, an, it's a true story. Anyway, she plays, um, Jim Parsons mom. So she has been making the rounds. Yes, she has. And Andy Cohen has always talked about all the funny run-ins he has with Sally Field because they live in the same building, same floor. Yes. Literally. Literally the same building. Yes. So, um, Here's, uh, I was kind of surprised she answered this one. Sally Fields is asked by Andy who her worst on-screen kiss was with.
1: Since you said your best on-screen kiss was with James Garner in Murphy's Romance, (laughs) what would you say was the worst? Worst screen kiss, Sally Fields.
0: Oh. Oh, boy. Shall I really name names here? I think you yeah. should. Please.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, this is going to be a shocker. Hold on, folks. Burt Reynolds. Really? He <laughs> dated <laughs> weren't yeah. you dating years. at the yeah. time? This is Smokey and uh, the Bandit. I, band tried, I tried to look over, you know, over, just look the other way and say, well, I, that was just... Then he, you know, it just was not something he really did for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Isn't that something?
0: Yeah, he. I could go into detail, but you don't want to hear it. I kind of do. Yeah, the I know. Kind of do. The tongue was no, not, with oh. not totally involved. It's just a lot of drooling with oh.
1: it, it. was like wow. All right. Uh, here, are Jessica <laughs> and Carrie. Thank you for sharing, Sally. I appreciate it. I, I really was just do. Hard. You feel like really, have just been a force,
3: you know. you know, right. and you would well, be caught up in the whole
2: thing. I don't know, you know. She, she they had a very complicated mm-hmm. relationship, and they dated for like six years. And she said he invented the story where he claimed that she was the love of his life. That that was just, you know, yes. He, he was a. She's debunking that and said that just simply isn't true. And they had a very. Tumultuous relationship, It's mm-hmm. so not everybody is a good kisser. No, I, this is true, you know. And you usually don't end up, you know, being long with her
3: because I always found that that was a deal changer.
2: Yeah, either you're good at but it, but they you're kissed not. on screen, yes, so they he might did. have kissed differently off screen. Who the hell knows? But some people are way too open mouthed, mm. you know, yeah. they come the in hovering.
3: Oh, it's bad. <laughs> oh, it's bad. I, was, I thought it was interesting, so they kind of asked her, like, what's the one role that you turned down that you wished you wouldn't have?
2: Oh, that was Romancing good. the Stone. Romancing the Stone. And we just
3: talked about that with Kathleen
2: Turner and Michael Douglas in Vintage Yeah, but Andy got it so wrong when he said that was a franchise.
3: It wasn't. There was were two movies. two movies. And the second one sucked, and we talked about right. it just
2: the other day. But kind of surprising, but I can't... Um, I can't see anyone other than and Michael Douglas. I can't either because their chemistry was so hot. But when she talks about her best kiss
3: with James Gardner, Grant, we met him because he got ah. a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Screen Actor Guild. Mm-hmm. And he was like from me to Lori right in front of us. He was... The most charming, lovely oh, yeah. man, and you could see in Murphy's romance, oh, that they have chemistry beyond they belief. really do. It was great, yeah. And she talked about being the flying nun and then going to the acting classes at night
2: with all the cool kids, and she's a stupid flying nun during yeah. the day, yeah. yeah. And then she was Gidget. wonderful, they didn't need Adina Menzel, they kind of it turned out bad for her because. Like, it was so obvious that the audience and Andy right. only want to talk to Sally Field, because we don't see her. She's not, like, just randomly no. on the couch and stuff, but she's... She's, on, she's, she's, she's
3: yummy, and then she kind of said, he said, well, who's the most wonderful, weird person you ever worked with? Shirley McLean. Yeah. And then, um, who... Oh, we
2: might have this next one about... Oh, we've got, yeah, where she comments Dolly. about Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. In a career
1: spanning over five decades, Sally has played everything from a nun to a cat to Mary Todd Lincoln because she's got range, people. But have there been any strange people, places, or things she's experienced along the way? Let's find out. Sally, I have questions about unexpected and random moments in your life. Yeah? What's the weirdest role you were ever offered or pitched?
0: The weirdest role? I, I don't, you know, I... There was one I was uh, I was offered, and I debated and debated and debated, and maybe I should have done it, but then again, I c- couldn't have been as good, which was Romancing the Stone. Remember that? Oh, really? Of, no, of course. course. Oh, this oh, is
1: on was a Romancing stone. Stone. Oh, to okay. no, it's the Stone. okay. Wonderfully weird part. person it that Just you've ever it. worked with. Wonderfully weird person that you've ever worked with. Shirley. Wonderfully, wonderfully weird. Wonderfully.
0: Shirley MacLaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderfully, divinely... Funny and weird, but Dolly was a close second. Dolly yeah. was Dolly is so filthy, so <laughs> unbelievably. Yes! Like, she has just a tongue on her you wouldn't yeah. believe. And it everybody falls down, except the guys who are like
1: Is yes! there a project that you have done that today? That. You okay, still that's yeah. good. That's good. That yeah. is beautiful.
2: Julia and I watched Dolly's Magic Mountain oh. Christmas and we just thought it was gonna be a singing Christmas oh. show, like a variety thing. Oh But it was a little acting setup about let's get Dahlia. Ah, it was terrible. It was very oh, no. it was like, oh, it
3: painful. It was so hokey. It,
2: it was, was. It oh. was
3: like Lori and I saying, Okay, come on, Lori, let's try to get people to do something with us and then we go to all the different departments. It, it, it was horrible yeah
2: it's there was a rare miss i i was cringing i loved when she sat down and sang with you know willie nelson that was fun there were a few key moments but casey actually he he got home and he took one look at dolly and jimmy fallon and he said turn that off and i said no you gotta see how jimmy fallon is twirling around somebody who's not dolly but is dressed like dolly did you notice that? That I, they had a dance double? Okay, that is hysterical. No. Yes, they would pan back and then Jimmy Fallon. It was probably a <laughs> Jimmy Fallon fake, too. And he's twirling <laughs> around somebody in Dolly's exact outfit, but it's, it ain't Dolly. And at the end okay, of it, she goes, Jimmy, can you believe we danced like that? And I'm like, but you guys, we're really didn't. dancing. Okay, that's hysterical. Oh it was horrible. <laughs> but was you can watch bad. it on... Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll get right
3: on that. It was terrible. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right. Anywho. All right. We'll be right back. We still love you, Dolly. We do. We watch. We watch the whole thing. Commitment. You you committed. Committed. All right. We'll be right back. We'll
2: we play Sugar Sugar by the Archie for sugar our next sugar. guest, but that's okay. Uh-uh. We have Rick Nelson joining us, and for twenty years you basically covered food and restaurants and everything for the Star Tribune. And, and you started. left when? In June. Okay. And you left in June and they but you wanted to do one last thing,
1: your baby. The- I'm gonna do my baby, which is the annual Star Tribune holiday cookie contest. It's our twentieth anniversary and it's like I It's wanted as to do old
2: it. as our radio yeah. show. Yay. Okay, so how did this because uh, that was a great write up in yesterday's uh the taste section. We went all around this building. Every single Star Tribune had that taste section removed.
1: No kidding. Yeah. Wow.
3: Every single- because <laughs> we were kept,
2: because I'm like, we want it,
3: we want it. Yeah, it was
1: yeah. A, good. It was a keeper, it was a good section. It right? was. Yeah.
2: How, so, how do you get the idea of having like you're just a young food writer, yeah. restaurant writer? So,
1: I was sitting in a conference room. Uh, we were talking about our holiday plans as we did every year in October, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to write um, about? Yeah, and I've been going through, I discovered the well, we called it, it sounds very highbrow, the taste archive where someone had taken. Every issue of Taste starting in the beginning in 1969 and putting every copy in a box. And so there were like 30 boxes of every taste section that ever existed. And they were down in this dusty old room in the Star Tribune. Before and so,
3: microfiche? Oh, yeah, yes. way before. Yeah. So,
1: like, I would go down there about once a week and I'd take... I was like, what, is, what were they doing in 1973? And right. I'd take the 1973 box and I'd take it up to the newsroom library and I'd sit and I'd read every single one of those sections. And they were, like, practically falling apart, right? But they had in those sections in the 70s, you know, obviously pre-internet, they had all these things where you could, like... You could. There was a column where you could write in and say, "Hey, I'm looking for a recipe for ginger cookies," and then the next week they would publish like ginger deer, cookies. Yes, yeah. really like readers right. would send in all their recipes. They had mm. all these kind of interactive things like that, and I thought. Through the mail. Through the mail. Uh And I thought, what can we do in, you know, in 2003 that would kind of honor that tradition? And another newspaper, the Chicago Tribune, had been doing a cookie contest for a long time. And so I ran into the woman who was the editor there at a conference and I asked her about, you know, how they did it and blah, blah, blah. So I was sitting in this meeting. I'm like, I kind of put those two things together. I'm like, I stupidly said, "How about we have a cookie contest?" <laughs> yeah. And everybody was like, "Yeah, let's do that as long as you do it." Oh, yeah, yeah of course your <laughs> idea, right. right. you're in charge of it. But you, it, would you say it was really like a passion project? Oh, yeah, it's been really fun. It's been really just a blast because it was really off my normal beat which was writing about restaurants, restaurants you know. Right. And uh the great thing about it was I got to meet so many really cool bakers mm-hmm. from around the state who were super passionate about baking and um and we got some really great recipes out of it. How and,
2: many on average? recipes you get a year. would you get
1: yeah. Yeah. well this year we got about 225 I think the most we ever got was about 350 wow yeah so we've I think over the course of the contest we figured out we had about 5,000 submissions that's the amazing of the con- yeah it was really and, amazing
3: and you I was reading you cook each recipe how many times
1: uh, after we select the winner and the four finalists I bake them at least three more times Cause I want to make sure that the recipes work, you know, right. it's like we're a newspaper and so right. things have to be accurate. You yes. know, uh, the facts are really important. And were so, you yeah. a,
2: uh, were you a baker? Anyway,
1: I, yeah, I mean, I've always liked to bake, but this really made me a much better baker, you know, over the years from doing all this baking. And then maybe seven or eight years ago, we used to do all the baking ourselves. So we would we would take that big pile of entries. We would whittle it down to maybe 25 or 30 that sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. And then we would bake them and how we would do the first year I baked all of them. Oh, over oh a week And I thought, oh, how hard could it be oh, to bake no, 24 no. different no. baking It was really hard, and I was like, I almost quit my job. I was like, Why am I doing this? So the next year, we went, we put a note out to the newsroom and said, Hey, if you bake a, a a cookie recipe for us, you can be a judge you know and we kind of lied because really it was my editor and I right. we yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't yeah. care what people thought as right. long as they you baked needed for us, bakers. Right? yes we did bakers you but, gotta they
3: could, follow the recipe but they could to come and taste
1: to the tasting thing so yeah. and we did that for a long time but it it just got to be kind of too much and then what the last year that we did it um a woman who worked in the newsroom who was not a baker at all but she was she always wanted to be a part of it and so she came up to me and said I've never baked cookies but do you think I could do this and i thought well that's actually kind of perfect to be a you know a first time baker sure, to try because- a recipe so we gave her the very Easiest recipe. And she came back, there were sugar cookies, and she came back and they had little green flecks in them. And I'm like, that's kind of odd. And she said, Well, I didn't know what cream of tartar was, so I used tartar sauce instead. <laughs> no. Okay, that's
3: hysterical.
1: Pickles in the sugar cookie. Okay,
3: that's hysterical.
1: <laughs> so after that, we turned to a culinary school and we asked the director of the pastry program if she would help us. Oh, no. And, and so she took over that that effort and she's been doing it ever since. So, and since
3: yeah. this is the 20th anniversary, this is your last one. This Will is it my continue last one. the tradition? continue? You know,
1: I hope it does. But that that's not my decision. Right. So, oh, you know, search me you and know, we yeah. want it. We yeah. want it.
3: Okay, so reading through, because you really did, what's the winner this year? Tell us this oh, year's winner.
1: So the winner this year is called Maple Roasted Walnut Delight. And oh. it's really great because the, the, the woman who came up with the recipe, Stephanie Steinweidel, she is a librarian, and she gets super obsessed with things, and she researches them. And she got really obsessed with... Um, uh, um, a certain ingredient, and I'm blanking on what that ingredient is right maple, now. But maple syrup? Sir? Uh, no, not maple syrup. Cardamom? But she, uh, no, close. Um, close? Clothes? No, I'm going to have to look it up in the maple? paper. Maple? Look it horrible... up. That's okay.
3: This is so it embarrassing. It was something to like. Caramel?
1: Um, no, it is sumac. Hello, it's oh. sumac. So she got super into sumac. So she found this recipe for uh, making kind of flavored nuts. Like you would, you know, you toss them in maple syrup and mm-hmm. you dusted them with salt I and sumac and pepper. I don't even know what pepper. sumac is. So it's, it's a berry and you grind it and it's, and it's used in, it's a seasoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she thought, how can I incorporate that into a cookie? So she made this kind of cookie that puts these flavored walnuts at the center of it. And there's a little bit of heat in there with cayenne pepper. They're really, really good. I made them for you and I brought them here. Oh my gosh. I actually have to, I cheated a little because I'm not a real walnut fan. So I made them with pecans. I think they're better with pecans. I love pecans. But like this recipe makes all these seasoned nuts and it makes more than the recipe actually calls for. So then you use them as snacks, you put them in salads. It's really, really great. So it's an awesome recipe and yeah. a really high and, it, and it's actually really easy to make too, which is another reason why we loved it so much. Okay,
2: so so you had in your article about the year that um, a bar won yes. and not yes, a cookie. It's a yes. cookie, a bar, and that is a thing that we've had at our cookie exchange because yes, right, uh, right. Julia makes this bar that's not you know
1: it's not a cookie. It's not a it's cookie, Christmas but, crack. but <laughs> right about what you wrote,
2: the year that you guys selected a bar over well, a cookie. Well, so, so
1: people were so upset about it, like a were, bar is not a cookie. We're like, <laughs> actually, you know, a bar is a cookie. It's just called a bar cookie. Yeah. Um, the only thing that isn't a bar that's a, a cookie is a brownie. A brownie Agreed. is a brownie. Yeah. That's not 100%. a cookie. It's, it's closer yeah. to cake. Yeah. It's closer to cake. But any other bar, it's a cookie. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I was we were it was so hilarious that people really got oh. upset about it. Like in their little cookie Was issues. that the most uh, controversy you've had, or have you had other ones? Um, that was a pretty big controversy. One that was <laughs> the, the one the that was kind of internal for us was we, we you know we a lot of recipes come in and they're really pushing the the ingredients boundary. So one year, someone sent in a kale cookie, and we oh. thought, hey, maybe that could be kind of interesting. So we tested, and you know what? Kale does not belong in a cookie. No, so no. It's like I, I no no the tartar sauce. Greens. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> tartar sauce either.
3: You know, the bar of the cookie, because we'd really, this is kind of controversy, but in, also in your years of doing this, nine out of the 20 best cookies had chocolate had in
1: them. Had chocolate in them. Yeah, which is really interesting, people, right?
3: Don't,
1: I mean, everybody like loves chocolate. Chocolate, so chocolate we, almond, Yeah. Cardamom, cardamom, very big in the holidays. You know, I was just talking yesterday with my former editor, and she and I made a book for the fir- that has the recipes from the first 15 years of our contest. And we went back and forth. It's called The Great Minnesota Cookie Book. Pick it up at bookstores. It's um really Okay, still, yeah. Okay. And um, we went back and forth about what to put on the cover, and we weren't really all that wild about the photo that they selected. Now we're thrilled because it's a chocolate cookie mm-hmm. <laughs> and chocolate sells. So, yeah. yeah. Chocolate, yeah. chocolate,
3: and my bars are chocolate. Yeah. So it, it's kind of funny. I just... This is such a tradition, and cookies people have such a passion about their holiday cookies. I oh, mean, people
1: absolutely. have
2: strong feelings. Yeah. And, and you can go on the Star Tribune's website, and there's a cookie finder where you can find a hundred of 100. your best
1: recipes. All of the recipes that we've ever published One. in our contest are all on that. That's cookie amazing. Finder. And we also made a video this year about how to make the winning cookie. Oh, and it's incredibly, You'll you'll be shocked to see how easy it is to make this cookie.
3: Do you think, okay, because I think. Some cookies are harder to make than others. Is there one like for you that you just, if you're, you're a novice, you can't try this one.
1: Oh, uh, uh, of the five that we have this year, I would say all of them are really easy. And actually, I'm not a biscotti person. I don't mm-hmm. really, I'd only really ever made it one other time. Is and a biscotti a
2: cookie? Oh, yeah, it's a cookie. Totally yes, it cookie. is. But I you know, like a biscotti. But, you know, <laughs> this
1: biscotti I really liked and we chose for the uh, for a couple of reasons. One, you know how biscotti, you like, you can pound a nail with them. They're yes, so you can. hard, you know? Yeah. yeah, not my favorite. Right. This one is made with cornmeal and it kind of softens it. So the texture, it's not like it's a, you know, it's not like spongy bread or anything, sure. but it's softer. And then she also has these kind of gingerbready elements in it. So it's got this really great holiday vibe to mm-hmm. it. Ooh. And it's incredibly easy to make. I was like, forgotten how easy it is to make biscotti. If I can make biscotti, anyone, anyone can, can make. make it. Absolutely. Is yeah. there
3: a recipe? Because your cardamom cookies in here, mm. you said. You love those?
1: I love those cookies. And again, a, I wanna that is like those. the easiest thing ever, too. It's a lunchbox cookie, but it's made fancy. It's a lunchbox cookie. It's like the kind of cookie your mom made and threw in your lunchbox. Oh. Like, you know, just an easy drop cookie.
2: Yes. My yeah. mom used yeah. to make chocolate drop cookies yeah. that were little, they looked like little cakes that we thought they were the, to die for. And then she <laughs> made powdered sugar frosting yeah. which and is, drizzled on it. And, and you
1: thought it was the bee's knees, And right? I yeah. still think yeah.
2: that that is a great cookie.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, like an oatmeal raisin cookie, like yeah. the easiest thing oh. you scoop. And drop it and yeah. done. Yeah. Wait,
3: but right, but I love also that you. I loved what a snob you were at the beginning of time because the <laughs> almond
1: palmers. Oh, those palmiers! They are incredible. They might be my favorite cookie in our entire. I contest.
3: want to try yeah. these, and you yeah. said, you know, I was, I was such a snob because someone used puff pastry in it. Oh, and they oh say yeah. Is the palmier made out of puff pastry? Yeah. you know that, right? And they and used you know, to I, serve them where?
1: Are these served uh, yeah. at a particularly when at certics that were so mm-hmm. good and. um, yeah, when when the recipe came, it's like, well, you know, you guys, this really can't win because it uses, like, Pepperidge Farm Puff pastry. It's like, no. Yeah. You're like, you have to make cookies in a mixer with butter and right. sugar and flour. You know, it's like, and what an idiot I was because that's really a great cookie. And not to denigrate the cookie that won that year because yep. I love that cookie. So I kind of think it might have been a tie. Actually. Did you
3: have any cookie guilt, like, after you would judge, like, I know these people tried so hard. I mean, did it ever hit you hard? Like I
1: it really hit us one year when we thought, wouldn't it be great, we should have the the video staff from the paper come and film our judging. So they came and they filmed the whole thing and then they put the thing together and we're like... We can't show this to anybody because it was so bitchy. Right. <laughs> like, right. we had these people sending in these wonderful recipes and these great stories. And we were just. This is them crap. Just- yeah, yeah, this right. like, no, no, no. That no. is not the spirit yeah, of the Yeah, we do, we do not need RuPaul of <laughs> right. you know, cookie so, races. That's so funny. We're the nice section in the right. paper. Yeah. We, don't, you know, we don't do that. <laughs>
3: okay. That's so funny. Well, we just, we, we're going to miss you.
1: Oh, thanks! I'm going to miss coming here. It's been a delight seeing you. You could
3: be,
2: you could fill
3: in. Would you ever do that? Would
1: you want to do that? that,
2: You know, possibly. We don't want to put you on the spot. We don't. I know you're retired, (laughs)
3: you know.
2: But we we
3: would love it. It is you've been such a delight, and thank you for being a part of our show, and thank you for doing this because this is a huge deal to people in the Twin Cities.
1: Yeah.
2: People love it. People it's
1: been a delight, it. I have to say. Mm-hmm. I've been a, it's been delightful to be a part of it. So, thank you.
3: I hope it continues Star Tribune.
2: Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah,
1: I think so. My gosh, <laughs> I mean. There's no
2: way. Everybody, buy, I bet you have newspaper sales are very high on this day. that They're very This high. Thursday comes. The f- when actual it comes paper out, paper. The actual yeah, paper right. paper.
1: We had an event yesterday at the Mall of America, and we gave out 5,000 Yeah, everybody. I mean, like, yeah, people yeah. were into it. People want yeah. that section. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: so fun. Well, thank you so, so much. Rick Nelson with the Star Tribune. We're going to miss we you. you.
2: We really do. All right, listen, when we come back, oh, Escandolo on TV. I've got high, hot, hot piping tea on TJ and Amy. Oh, dear. Oh, Here you will believe this tea. Christmas. And a <laughs> <laughs> and oh, an affair. An affair. If you don't know remember, it, a hot the, one. The, the hot story uh, that's just been unbelievable is GMA host TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, um, you know, having a torrid love affair as uh, so torrid that um, uh, uh, ABC News has confirmed the story that Amy Robach went to the suits in 2017 to assure them she wasn't having an affair with him. 2017. In 2017. <laughs> but I got to tell you the tea that I heard. Okay, okay, so there's this show, podcast that I listen to, mm-hmm. uh, called The Smith Sisters. And it's on just like once a week. And it's these three sisters and the one gal. I want to say she's a producer on... I can't remember what show. But I love these three ladies, the three Smith Sisters. And they are they go deep on, on like one gossip thing. Okay, like we do. They won... Um, a Gracie. And I thought we were gonna meet them in New York, but they're out in LA. And so they were at the LA Gracies thing. Oh, because That's right. I remember, remember you talked sisters. about that. Yeah, I love they just do deep dives into like one one or one, two, or three things on their once-a-week show. So okay. I'm listening today about um and they're talking about TJ Holmes and Amy Robach and all of the gymnastics that are coming out of camp TJ and Amy but the just data. as sources that they're two consenting adult consenting adults who were separated and everybody's like sure Jan you yeah. know nobody believes that so anyway I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. we have a podcast called Blinded by the Item
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this A list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out
2: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded
0: by the item youtube channel
2: they get a phone call and the woman gets on the phone and and she says I shared this with three girlfriends in July. I can't even believe this is happening. Here's my story. Oh, I'm flying home from the Turks and Caicos on JetBlue on July 7th or 5th or 6th, whatever it was, you sure, know, sure, over sure. a long weekend. She said, and Andrew Shu and Amy Robach are also on my same flight. And Andrew had the aisle um, in front of me, yeah. and Amy had a window behind me and amy made a big deal about having sort of a panic attack and andrew love we switched switch seats with me got up they kissed kiss big hug oh thank you and she looked around it's my husband so nice well it's billy you know from melrose place andrew shu i mean hello makes it and then she sits down and now she's in front of this lady
3: and he has the window
2: he has a window and she gets out her phone and starts texting tj Texting somebody named TJ. Stop, and the lady could see all that. Could see all that, and took a, and said, "And TJ, I don't know. I, I'm. I don't know when I'm going to come over to say good night tonight. Oh. I have to go to Dwayne Reed and pick up some things first, and I got to do some juggling on my end." And she's like. She took a screen you know, she took a picture, it's kinda of blurry but sent it to her friends and said, Oh my god, you know, do you think that, that Amy's talking to a girlfriend? I mean, this seems like a lover. Stop. Oh yeah. 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 And and look at the show
3: for everyone else with this great couple <laughs> Babe, I'm coming over to bang you later. Yeah. I'm gonna be a little later, my flight's late. Right, or something like that. But I'm not gonna have black leg clots because I got
0: the
2: aisle. Oh yeah. I and mean, the, honestly. Honestly, and the Smith sisters were losing their mind, you know, that they get this phone call and um and anyway, so you know, this whole this whole thing, you know, about that they left their spouses in August. Well, neither of them filed for a divorce, so they were cheating. I don't know why they just don't own that up. They're being so weird about it. There's so it.
3: many different
2: dates out there. Yeah, and here's, here's another theory. If Andrew, who's been cheated on for 30 years now, if you count all the years on Melrose Place as Billy, he, if, if he and TJ's wife, who is a lawyer... Yes, she is. If they didn't hire the PI, now the other theory is out there, is that because TJ and Amy know that this affair was illicit, you know, sure. know that their partners didn't know, right? And they know their jobs might be in jeopardy because right. um, of the contracts, the company policy. You're supposed to disclose a relationship to in, in, in ABC's talent. You disclose if you're having a relationship with someone right. as a peer. You need to disclose that. That's part of their uh, TMZ got their thing. Okay. Um, and, of course, you know, the the biggest takeaway is that these two were both stupid. Amy and TJ. I'm telling you, so it's dumb. It's just good old-fashioned gossip. But It's so dumb. So they hire someone to follow them and have the photos published in a Big Bang event. This way they can harness the publicity no matter what ABC does. Who? Wait, wait, wait. TJ and Amy. That's the other theory that's, like, out there. Did they out themselves on this because when they're crossing the street on that one shot they're looking directly at the camera why would they do that to, to because then they're harnessing the they're and look at how the they've story. gone in they've gone into work they've they're they're they've just acted like they're no big deal. It. they're owning it in well, no they're, way. Uh, they're owning it but not really because they're be like here can we play the audio do we have time to play the audio of their opening of GME yep, quickly. what you Here's need there, to know everybody.
1: Okay, go good afternoon. Welcome to Jim May Three. What you need to know on this, this Friday. Friday. You know, it's too bad it's Friday. Is has it? Been a great week. Just want <laughs> this one to keep going and going and going. Just um, enjoy it. Feel
2: free yourself. Take it all in. I am very excited about the weekend, and I'm sure
1: Whoa, this. whoa, <laughs> just sarcasm.
2: And I mean, you guys, this is your a problem of your own making. Making you know that this is all anybody is gossiping about. Do you at know ABC. how many eyeballs are watching it, though? Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I think the the Hollywood speak that I had for you was um, uh, that they that they're going to wait and the, the wait and see thing Just was that they the won't keep their jobs if the ratings hold up. But you're not going to see either of them on the main broadcast, which is a bummer for both of them because they were a big part of it. Yeah, I believe for that. a while they're yeah. going to wait and see, yeah. and also the mayhem about what's going to happen when these two end in tears.
3: Well, they they're not there yet. They're no, just I know. Gonna deal with how do we get past this? With and our yeah, viewers. apparently
2: her, her his wife was blindsided by this. I don't. She posted a big thing to him in August on his birthday, and um, said
3: they've been separated.
2: That for, happened. Apparently, he's a cheater. McCheater. He's had trouble keeping. His,
3: yes. Oh, dear. Yeah, Amy, he's... Amy, oh, dear. Amy, he, well, her first husband, you know, is from here. Yeah. Tim McIntosh. Yeah. He went to Hopkins. He was a U of M gopher, mm-hmm. and he played baseball he's for the Brewers. He's the Bruce. father of her daughter. Yeah.
2: Anyway, feel bad for the kids. What a nightmare for them. But yeah, TJ has got a wandering wiener. Oh, dear, Amy. Long time wandering wiener. <laughs> Yeah, wandering around. I love how he said he didn't want the week the to end. end. Oh, so, so good. Wow. Oh, yeah, good. we know you can't wait for it to end. All right. All right, we'll be back.